I've had the privilege of being in and around banking for more than 50 years. Lots of changes during that time. We've gone from ledgers to laptops, typewriters to technology. One thing, however, remains the same. Banking is a people business, and I'll be talking with those people that make banking great here on Jack Rats with Modern Bankers. Hello, everybody. Are you ready for a very fast-paced Jack Rants with Bryn? Hi, Bryn. Hi, Jack. I'm ready for a very fast-paced Jack Rants with Bryn. Well, I'm excited exciting. about today. This is a great one. Um, so in Christmas of 2022, uh, one of the things my wonderful wife does is knows that I read a sales book a week. And one of the books she bought me for Christmas of 2022 was a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And that's sort of what we're going to talk about today. And when I do a lot of speeches in schools on LinkedIn, one of the things I talk about is three by five by 15. Three things to do on LinkedIn, five days a week that take 15 minutes. But that's not enough. Bryn is going to dive into a whole bunch of stuff today about what to do in terms of a day in the life of a social seller. Are you ready, Bryn? I am ready, Jack. This is All right, fun. Terrific. And this, by the way, is all in this ebook uh, that that we can that you can uh, download, and it and it'll include a lot more detail than we're going to go into here. But let's first start with check notifications. Yeah, I think this is even more important than checking your email. Notifications are specific to you and your network, and they are almost always actionable. So notifications can be things like. Um, people that have engaged on your content, people that have viewed your profile, although we're going to get into that, but the notifications are telling you what is actionable with your network. And this is the place I start every single solitary day. No doubt about it. And me too. And it is so powerful. I was recently teaching a couple of bankers this, and they, they, they had tons and tons of opportunities, but they didn't know what to do with it. They were frozen. So checking those notifications, I think first thing in the morning is exactly what I do during the day, of course, and then later on in the evening. Let's go on to the next one. You kind of alluded to this, but who's viewed your profile? Very powerful. Yeah. And notifications will tell you, but you're going to click through and get to who's viewed your profile to see who they are, and you can engage. And, you know, there's different types of people that are showing up. There are some people that are showing up that you know well, some people that you're already connected to, and some people you never heard of. And it's really important to respond to these folks. And in each of them, and the the text, the templates, it's all in the ebook, but each of them, we need to ask, May I ask how you either found me or got to my profile today? Because that is what starts the conversation. Well, and think about this from a lending perspective, due diligence. Uh, if somebody is a second degree connection, um, instead of just discounting them, they're coming to you for a reason. And if they're a manufacturing company and you were, do work in the manufacturing space, you want to know that. But you may not know that unless you click on, your, on their profile. From a first degree connection perspective, they're coming to you again for a reason. It's almost like they're a client and you need to do some cross solving. So jumping on who's viewed your profile from time to time is a very good thing to do. 
Uh, the next thing I want to talk about uh, is check messages. Let's talk about that one. Yeah, and treat your messages as closely as you treat your emails. These are direct messages that are coming in from folks. Now, granted, there's spam in there. There's spam in your email. But could you imagine if you went two, three, four days without checking your email? You would be dropping the ball on opportunities every single day. So check your messages. It doesn't mean you have to respond to every single one, but don't miss an opportunity. And, and you're so right about this. Unfortunately, there are a lot of spammers out there, a lot of people who are with Revlon, don't get that, or that they want me to start my own company. I'm 73 years old. I have my own company. I love it. Why would I do that? They just haven't checked the profile. So it's a lot of AI and a lot of spam. But within all of that, there are some very, very important messages that you need to respond to. So that's a good one. What? Can I just, can I just, before we go on, I, this morning, I got an email from someone that said, have you ever considered starting your own business? So I responded with, have you ever considered reading the, somebody's profile before you send a message? <laughs> you and know, I got, why are you so mad? I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm just, what a waste of their time. Yeah. Now the good news about that is, at least it wasn't a chatbot. It was a human being. I, 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 you know, you and I follow a lot of great people on LinkedIn. And one of the messages that I that I love is for you to respond something like, well, I, I you know, I'm not interested in that, but you might be interested in our training program. It's $10,000. Uh, and, and people say, well, that, get, that stops those messages right away. So funny. They probably need our training, though. They probably the do. Um, let's talk about managing your invitations. If somebody's going to reach out to you, we need to respond in some way. Absolutely. And really, there's three responses. There's an accept, a decline, and a reply before accepting. And that's the one people don't use a lot. So, you know, Jack, you and I are very strongly relationship-driven, but we're networkers and we're happy to add people to our network that are meaningful. Maybe they engaged on our content. You know, th there's there's a purpose. But we get a lot of connection requests from people that we might be on the fence with. We had a client. Um, it, it's no longer this bank, but it, they've been, you know, swallowed up. But um, he they were in Center City Market Street in Philadelphia and he had ignored, just ignored all his connection requests. And there was one, and I, I think it was from Spain, but it was from Europe, that there was a connection request. He's like, why would I accept this? I only do business in Philadelphia. So I said, reply first and ask her, you know, thanks for reaching out. May I ask how you found me? And that's like back even in, we, you know, we talk about that a lot in the who's viewed your profile this is manage invitations and she, and by the way this was over six months from the time she sent it and and she responded you know thanks for getting back to me we just opened our new headquarters in the navy yard or u.s headquarters in the navy yard in philadelphia and we were looking for a new bank but we got it covered thanks what we made it, he made an assumption that because they were in Europe, they're not going to need a bank in Philadelphia. So guys, no assumptions. You can decline if you know it's spam. 
when you accept, send a welcome message. We have that in the what that looks like in the ebook. But don't, unless you're 100% sure it's spam, make sure you're taking that third option, which is reply before connecting. And, and you know, the first several that we've talked about are very reactive, but they're very time sensitive. It's like if somebody reaches out to your website uh, via contact us and they, they send something, uh, why don't we, we need to respond to that? And it's real similar to LinkedIn. You look at check notifications, who's viewed your profile, check messages and manage your invitations. Those are all very important, reactive, and very time-sensitive things. All right, let's flip it a little bit. Let's talk about proactivity. One of the things that you've taught me how to do, and one of the things that a lot of bankers don't do as well as they could, is to mine their clients' connections. Yeah, and and by the way, the step-by-step and even the messaging is in the ebook. So, you know, I'm looking, we have one part, we've got a ton of people on and one person downloaded it. Guys, download this ebook. It will change your the way that you do business. It's amazing. But mine your clients' connections. This is I'm looking at the slide number seven. If you do nothing else, even though you should be doing a lot of this, you need to do this. You need to go in and mine your make a list of the people that your clients are connected to and run those names by them. You will have more new opportunities at a higher level of of credibility and trust because it came through the existing client. Download this ebook and go right to number seven. I'm going to tell you this is the game changer. It really is a game changer. And, uh, you know, you don't want to do this in a mass kind of a way where you download everything and just send an email. This is this is so powerful. And this is that one on one connection. So yeah. if you've got 15, maybe you talk about three and you're mm-hmm. sensitive to their time, et cetera. And then maybe there's some reciprocity that you can do certainly for them. So that is a really powerful one. Here's another one that I absolutely love. And I was I was teaching a banker at my at my bank yesterday about how to do this. And she said, I never knew you could do this. And that's send mobile video messages. So I did it with her and uh, she was just blown away by it. And today she reached out to me. She said, I reached out, I did three of them and I got three people to respond to me. This is so powerful, Bryn, send mobile video messages. Very easy to do, Very easy. Often, often neglected. Yeah. and And, you know, this is the hyper-personalization. One of the things that we talk about in our training is to take inventory of our existing connections and identify who we're connected to that we're ignoring. This is a perfect way to reconnect with someone that knows you. It's also a great welcome message. When you accept a connection request or someone accepts your connection request, just to say, hi, great to have you in my network. I share lots of content around X, Y, and Z. What kind of content are you interested in? Start a conversation. And when they're seeing this video, no one else is doing this. You are going to stand out. So we now have three downloads. (laughs) We have so many more people on the call. So many more people between... LinkedIn and YouTube and a whole bunch of other places. So 
and and even X or Twitter or whatever. Um, t- I'm telling you guys, it's free. Download the ebook. Yeah, it's really good. And by the way, for those of you, the, all of you that are on, and it is a great audience today, if you do have a question or an idea, uh, please put it in the put it in the chat, and we'll be happy to get to it. One of the things that people, I think, get the mistaken uh, thought process around is that I have to be on LinkedIn an hour and a half a day, and bankers will tell me, well, I got other stuff to do. Well, of course you do. And what we're talking about here, and it's in the ebook, is some ideas around, okay, maybe you do it around this time every day. That would be uh, that would be good. So here's Autumn, who, by the way, is also registered for our November 15th webinar that we have almost 700 people on. Autumn says, I love this idea. I've been working with my uh, social star ambassador team to grow their network and engaging. Thank you for that. That's really good. And whether you're a banker or you're a consultant or you're an entrepreneur, um, these tips will really, really help you. And, and, And by the way, speaking of community banking, giving back to the community is so critical. And that's the next one, Bryn. Give. Yeah, and I realize that a lot of people will have this in audio only. So the ebook is themodernbanker.com slash day. That's themodernbanker.com slash day. So give back. This is one of my favorites. And, and I actually have this as weekly. I tip, and I, it's just I'm trying to be as transparent as possible, as much as I'd love to give back all day long. This is one that became a weekly event for me, but it's write a recommendation for someone or uh, make an introduction. I mean, there's so many things and there's a list in the ebook of things that you could do. And there's probably many more that we would love for you to share with us what you're doing. But it giving back is about um, being of value to someone else without an agenda. It's just, I just want to be a good neighbor. I want to be a good, I just want to bring value or a smile. Give back could be a smile. I have a connection that um, sends me and it, you know, cause I talk a lot about AI and all those things, sends me pictures of me singing songs. It, is it valuable? But it makes me giggle, right? He does these AI things and he's a sweetheart. Shout out to Skip. So, but right. Like, so it's not like value always about business it brings a smile to my face, right? So um, just kind of throwing that stuff out. So think of the word selfless and think of if I've got people out there in my community that have given me the right to uh, and the privilege to be connected to them, how can I not provide some value? And I love, and in the ebook, this, this spells it all out, but I love one of the bullet points in this, Bryn, it's send new contact, uh, send new content to five first degree connections and then you put in parentheses with no other motive. This is selfless. And believe me, it will lead to additional business. Not that's what you what you want or you don't, but it will lead to at least having better conversations. So I love the give back. That's wonderful. Well, and it's trust-based conversations because you don't have an agenda. And that's the key. I mean, and and you know, Jack, we have been talking about this for years. Make sure the content is not. It, that it's not your content, it's not your bank's content, that you've curated it. You know, we there's so much content available in Vertical IQ, on their industry, on their clients' industry. 
Like there, there, you could get insights from RelPro about what's going on in their industry, right? There's so many places and both are sponsors, but um, we love them and we think what they do is great, but make sure what you are, you are sharing is a value to them without you in it. No, that's very true. And you talk about trust-based selling. Um, when, when I, long time ago, when I started my business, uh, St. Myron Hubbard and in 2000, I, uh, Kathy bought me a great book, which was called The Trusted Advisor. And I thought, this is a really good book. And so I, I had nothing else to do at that point. We were a brand new business. So I picked up the phone called Charlie Green and we've become great industry friends. And one of the things I ask Charlie all the time is, can you define trust-based selling? And tr he said, trust-based selling is not you versus me. It's you and me versus your problem. And when you get into that mindset of giving back and making the customer the focus, mm -hmm. everything will take care of itself. It'll all take care of itself. Um, so I remember in 1960, I was 10 years old, uh, and it was safe to run around the neighborhood. But I knew when it was time to come home for lunch and dinner because we had a bell outside our house. And my mom would ring the bell and we would know it's time to come home. LinkedIn has provided an opportunity for us to ring the bell too. But it's not for dinner, Bryn, but it's for opportunities. Yeah, but the opportunities pay for the dinner. So uh, anyway. <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah. So, so ringing the bell is simple. Going to the profiles of people that you want to engage with, whether they're your clients, your prospects, your networking partners, industry experts that are sharing content that your buyers care about, that your clients care about. You, if they are a first degree connection and you ring their bell. Now, uh, I will start. To, if you ring their bell on the desktop, this is a strange thing. I'm just going to say for a second you get the most, what LinkedIn calls the mo the, the top uh, uh, posts that they have. If you do it on your mobile, you get a choice of all or top. So for some people like Jack, I unrang his bell on the desktop and went back onto my mobile and rang it there. So I'm going to say, it, 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 look, it, it's in the, it's all in the details, right? But I, so there are some people though, you want their top posts. There's some people you want all posts, but here's the thing. You may say, well, my clients, they're not really sharing a whole lot, but if something happens, maybe there's a press release, maybe there's an acquisition, maybe they hired a new employee. They do share content when it's at, the most meaningful times for them. These are triggers to start conversations, right? These are opportunities to congratulate them and then, you know, take it offline a little bit, right? It, it's about starting conversations. It's ringing their bell. If they don't share anything, it doesn't go into your, there's nothing goes into your notifications. It's not crowded. But what happens, I am almost never in my homepage anymore because I am ringing the bell and I also have Sales Navigator with saved leads and their triggers, but I am only engaging right now with, there's enough, with the people that I'm interested in engaging with. So I've customized in some ways my notifications to get 
pretty much about 80 or 90% of what's in there is actionable. Yeah. Uh, I was on a podcast this morning and I hate when people ask this, but I understand that the interviewer had to, he said, well, we're wrapping this thing up. Tell me one thing that people should know about, uh, about selling today. And I said, you know, so much, but I said, let me leave you with two uh, uh, kind of sets of initials, PIM and MIM. And he said, well, tell me about that. I said, well, the two things that bankers should be looking at every day are people in motion and money in motion. Those two things can be found when you do exactly what Bryn says, which is ring their bell. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Mm -hmm. All right, couple more. Find, share, and engage on content. We talk about this all the time, Bryn, but it's so powerful. Yeah, I mean, this is really um, very important. And we'll start with finding content. And the one, you know, we are such huge fans of Vertical IQ, not just because they're, I mean, they're our sponsor because we were fans first. So let's just start there. But they curate an enormous amount of content that's way, that's not about banking. It's about banking clients and the clients of banking clients, right? It is absolutely a phenomenal place to personalize content. So finding and sharing content, finding and sharing on your newsfeed is one thing, but it's also about sharing individuals, right? Um, the other thing, so we have, you know, engage on content. Make sure you're looking at your notifications that when you are on a profile, check out their activity and if appropriate, engage on their posts. This is so important. The one thing that we don't have in this ebook that I'm going to throw out is there's collaborative articles where you can engage there on certain topics. Our next version, we're going to add that in. Um, it, it's, a, it's relatively new. But the other thing is original content doesn't have to be blog posts anymore, polls and other things. But here is the thing. You have to do this consistently, right? Jack, you do every day. I do about three days a week. Um, but you share content every single day and have a huge fan base that waits for your content. And I'm going to say by doing this, by finding, sharing, creating content, we have original content, but so much of what you do is sharing other people's content that bankers would be interested in. And that is as meaningful, if not more, than sharing original content. Yeah. And, and you know, I was telling these bankers yesterday and I was showing them the clock, the scheduler on LinkedIn. I will take, and I do post seven days a week, uh, pretty much without fail. Um, and, and But five of those days, I will actually pre-schedule on Sunday night. So here's Sunday night. You're, you're, you're done with dinner. Um, if the Bears are on Sunday night football, it doesn't matter. They're going to lose anyway. So you might as well be productive. So you no go out and find Sorry. a bunch of really good content, marketing, sales, leadership, strategic planning, whatever it is. And my target audience, obviously, is bankers. So I'll schedule those things out. Now, if sometime during the week, somebody like a Chris Nichols puts out a great piece of content, I'll go back in and I'll reschedule one of those posts for later in the week or over the weekend. And now I've got some current things. This maximizes my time. 
And the only way you're going to become a thought leader, if that's something that's your goal, is you've got to be consistent with this. You can't do this once a month. And that's where this timing and this habits of the atomic habits tend to come in. Bryn, you talk about account-centered sales and spending a little time on that. What is that? Well, a lot of you may know the term ABM or account-based marketing. Well, typically in the world, that's you have, and, and more in other industries than banking, but you are assigned a specific number of companies and that's it, 20, 25 companies, and you are 100% uh, committed to those companies and you can't look outside. That's not typical in banking. So we call it account-centered sales because this is typical in banking, which is we have identified top 20, top 25, maybe even top 50 that we want to get into. If other opportunities open up, great. But as long as we've identified a specific number of, of companies that we would like to go after, there are definitely ways that we want to socially surround those organizations uh, and, and start conversations. I actually think in some ways this is the future of commercial banking because he, uh, Gartner, sorry, I couldn't remember. Gartner has a statistic that there are 6.8 people I don't know where the point to went. Maybe someone went on a big diet or something. Part-timer. Yeah, part-timer. Uh, 6.8 people um, involved in deciding who, who they're going to work with. So as a banker, you may, hey, I got my, the CFO in my pocket. He loves us. He's excited to work with us. Well, there's a lot of other influencers around that CFO. So account-centered sales is you're talking to that CFO, Let's bring value to the other people. Let's make sure we're on the CEO's, um, you know, on, on, on the CEO's uh, radar. Let's make sure that the people that report up to that CFO are well aware of us and we're bringing them value. And now you can't work on 50, right? But maybe you take a couple of weeks and you go, I'm, this is not instead of other prospecting, by the way, right? Like this is in conjunction but I'm going to take one company this week and I'm going to socially surround them and I am going to get them to see me as a resource and a big value. So that's account centered sales. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. It's a great explanation. Um, I was talking to these bankers the other day and you mentioned influencers and it's kind of interesting. Um, a lot of people view influencers as people that are so far away from them or people that are so famous that they, you know, that they, they couldn't touch them. So in some ways, that's true. You have over 65,000 followers. You are a significant influencer. Anthony Inarino, Mark Hunter, Meredith Elliott Powell, Jeb Blunt, we could go on. But one of the things I talked to the bankers about that I was training is that people within your community can be influencers. Uh, the head of the Chamber of Commerce or the Economic Development Commission or some business owner that's very significantly involved in the community. They are a local influencer. So talk about finding and engaging on, comment, uh, on, on content from influencers, whether they be national and international or local. So I love this, Jack. And, and I love that you said you're local influencers, the, the head of the Chamber of Commerce, but also the people on the committees, 
of the Chamber of Commerce, the board. I'm on the board of my little local community, but I have the ear of a lot of people in the community because I'm on the board and I'm in you know new membership development. I'm a great person for a local banker to network with, right? Um, because I am talking with new businesses locally every single day. So absolutely find the voices that are out there. There are, uh, we have, and you're laugh at this, but this is huge. There is a local, I'm going to call it deli-ish place. Uh, and Jarrett is the owner and he is everywhere. He's on every, so every pickup, he takes a picture with the person and the food. He's on more Facebook than LinkedIn as should be. But my goodness, what a great person to network with. Like he's, he is so active. So take a look at your local Facebook businesses, retail and B2B, because they are connecting. Now, how do you engage on their content? On Facebook, if there's a, even in a picture engaging and then reaching out saying, I love that picture. That's my neighbor. Or, you know, start these conversations. These are influencers in your neighborhood. Find your Mr. Rogers. Yeah, there you go. And and look what Jeff Nyman said, uh, Bryn, back to your, your comment about account-centered sales. Um, Jeff would agree with us that it is the it is the next step in working your top prospect list. There's no question about that. And you know, we don't have time to talk about prospecting very much here, but I think one of the mistakes that bankers make in prospecting is they make it too big. If you can do account-centered relationships and really focus on what you want, uh, you're going to be far more effective. Now, speaking of effective, we've become very proficient at Zoom. So we have two more to talk about. One is your thought around a networking Zoom call, or as you call it, virtual lunch. Yeah. And you know, look, bankers, we are out and about, have physical lunches, go out and do it, right? But there are times where we may not have a whole lot of time to do that. During the shutdown is when we started doing this, and I have not stopped because it's an effective use of my time, especially if it's someone that's you know, you may serve them as a bank, but they may be an hour drive, especially if you're in rural world, right? Send them, well, a DoorDash or a Grubhub or an Uber Eats $25 gift card and say, I'd love to take you to lunch virtually. They love this. They can order whatever they want from wherever they want. And literally you can schedule at noon, uh, you know, tell me what lunch, you know, what time in the next couple of weeks works for you. Are you really going to eat lunch while you're on zoom? I don't know. But the whole point is you're treating them to lunch and for $25, you know, don't, it, it'd be way more if you actually took them out. Um, but it's a great way to get an hour of time and make sure you're prepared with an agenda because I had someone do this. They learned it from some somewhere else where I taught it and they did this with me. And I'm thinking I charge $500 for the hour, but $25, he did what I taught him. I'm going to take him up on that. And he didn't have an agenda. And I went, Oh my gosh, I'm so disinterested. So make sure there's some kind of agenda and the agenda could be, you know, tell me about your business. Who are you working with? 
let me see who I can connect you to. I want to learn more. Like, but don't go in like a, hi, what should we talk about? Because they don't have time for that. No, you, they, don't. Yeah. they don't. And, and, and think of this, you know, a lot of bankers believe, a lot of people believe that, well, the pandemic's over uh, and we don't do any virtual uh, sales calls anymore. <clears throat> there is going to be a snowstorm in your town somewhere or a hurricane or, or people are going to go to their summer home. Being able to have a virtual lunch allows you to make a virtual call. But when you do that, make sure you're set with your background, you have good uh, audio, you have good lighting, you're dressed well, and all those kinds of things that are, that are really, really important. Well, the last thing to kind of wrap this up, Bryn, is create. Now, we can go in a lot of detail, and we do in the ebook, but talk about create. Well, you know, create, a lot of people are like, I'm not a writer. Well, it's not about writing anymore. There's a lot that we can do. And, you know, yeah, we're, we're great with Zoom, but let's say even individually on Zoom or Teams, jump in, record yourself, pull it down and take quotes. And we're not going to get into ChatGPT, but there's even easier ways to disseminate the content in those transcripts. But there are polls. There are things that you could quotes inside of Canva, which is a freemium tool. But it shouldn't be all original content all day long. You have to mix it up. But at least once a week, give a great tip or a great insight or put out a great poll that leads back to your solution. No question about it. And as we wrap this thing up, uh, I want to mention, and, and this should be a given, but if, you're, if, you, if you do this, if your culture decides to do this, this has got to be led. Managers out there, include something like this in your sales meeting or your pipeline meeting. Maybe it's just one thing and maybe it's just a question. Hey, how many, how many messages did you, when you got your messages this week, what have you done with them? Shining a light on, on these kinds of things really help with consistency. It helps with accountability and accountability is a really powerful and a very, very good thing. Look, if you've got a dog, you know that a dog is very routine based. You get yourself a dog and get them into a routine. That's what we're talking about here. And that's what we're discussing here as well today. Bryn, thank you for joining me on this great program. Lots of great stuff. Remind people how to get to the ebook again. So you can go to themodernbanker.com slash day. If you're watching live uh, or even in replay, you can scan the, the download if you're watching. If you're just listening, go ahead and go to themodernbanker.com slash day. You'll also get an all access pass to our public library that has tons of resources and content free forever. So yeah, for, for yeah. sure. Well, great day, Bryn. Great to see you as always. Thanks for your time. Thank you. And, um, uh, you know, next week you are doing a special program. Yeah, I'm flying solo next week. You're traveling with clients and that's terrific. And so I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a divergence here and I'm going to talk about some sales stuff that I think is really relevant, some best practices and some ideas for uh, going into next year, which you ought to be selling for anyways. All right. Wonderful. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us for Jack Rants with Brim, brought to you by our good friends at Vertical IQ and RelPro. We're live on LinkedIn every Thursday at noon Eastern time, 
helping bankers turn connections into conversations. Don't miss an episode. Visit themodernbanker.com slash TMB podcast. Leave us a review if you would. You can also listen to this program and the new Jack Rants with Modern Bankers on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. We're on YouTube as well. Subscribe at youtube.com slash at The Modern Banker. Finally, don't forget, make today and every day a great client day. Thank you.